Hello everybody, I'm Soren Postils, sitting here with Ben Rikosh, and this is Paper Thin Thoughts. We, short-sighted, ill-advised, thought-provoking dimwits, speak our truths on trending topics that we experience in our daily lives. And this week marks the first week slash episode of season two on the Paper Thin Thoughts podcast. We are Woo-hoo! excited. We are Let's excited go! to see what we can do and see how you guys can help us and how we can help you and intrigue you and entertain you this year. We've got a lot of fun, as we so say later. So excited. So excited. A lot of fun features, people to be on the podcast, and ideas to perform for you guys. And let's, I guess we can kick it off with... Let's get right into it. Uh, talking about the World Cup. Yeah. And our holidays. So Perfect. enjoy. Thank you so much. All right, Soren, what do you say we started off with some good old World Cup talk? If you were to describe the World Cup finale in three words, what would those words be? Disappointing. I'm disappointed in France, man. As much as I wanted to see people see their their favorite player, Messi, win, I still I still wanted France to win because I'm not a big fan of... Messy, personally. Uh, especially okay. all of the messy fans, man. Just hate them all. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, but you can't down or you can't put down anything that Mbappe did, can you? He he had a hat trick. He's the goat, man. Yeah, he's better. So I think you he's can't better be, than Messi. You can't be disappointed in France or in Mbappe. You have to be disappointed in France, right? Yeah, I'm disappointed in France. How they did. I mean, they were doing really bad, and they had to have their their savior Mbappe step in. He had a hat trick, and I think he's gonna be the best player in the world. He's gonna take Messi's position. I'm I'm betting that. I mean, he's won a a World Cup already. He's been in a World Cup final two years in a row. Uh, he's very young. He's talented, and I think his his team could have done a bit better to support him there, which is pretty disappointing, but. I mean, it is what it is. They'll get it next year. Or the U.S. The U.S. is looking strong. Uh, all of our academy teams are beating other teams around the world. Mostly, like, the best teams are looking like England, France, and our academy teams are, like, U16, U17, mm-hmm. U18, 19 teams are beating all of them all over the place. So we're looking strong. But, man, France, ah, very, very sad loss for them. What do you think they could have done better, if anything? Their midfield wasn't as strong, and they just didn't look like they wanted it as bad as Argentina did. Argentina came out with intensity. They were stepping high, pressing on everything they could. France was just trying to survive. And then again, they also France did have a lot of sick players. Uh, for example, Rabiot and some of their defenders were out during the final due to this virus that was going around, uh, which is pretty disappointing. But Now, on the flip side, what do you think that Argentina did well? Uh, like I said, they were good at stepping and pressing, and they really showed what what they needed, honestly, because they had, what was it, like 10, 10 yellow cards going into that game. They could have easily been taken out very, very fast, but France, I'm guessing, wasn't expecting them to come on so strong since they were on a lot of yellow cards from previous games, 
and that's what they did. They took him by surprise, and they caught him off guard and really showed some, like I've said, intensity on the field, which France really couldn't handle for all that time. I mean, they were playing okay defense, but it wasn't good enough to stop their strikers and all that. Yeah. Um, and if I had to describe this World Cup final in three words, my words would be, oh, I guess it's two words, but my words would be worldwide extravaganza. I've seen so many videos of so many people around the world coming together around this soccer match. And it's just, you know, the videos from uh, Argentina after they had won, even the videos from France, the videos from, I saw one with uh, a bunch of people crowded around a small TV in an airport. I mean, it's just been really cool to see the world come together around this um, soccer tournament. And, yep. um, you know, it's made some really special moments that have been great to talk about and that, you know, so many people around the world will remember for the rest of their lives. And, you know, I can't help but imagine that, um, you know, basically the entire world was watching that game a couple of weeks ago. It was incredible. Yeah. Uh, looking at that World Cup, who do you think is going to look dangerous in the next World Cup? You know, obviously you got to say France, but I'm really excited just as American to see what the USA brings because I think that they showed some really good potential, and um, I think that you know, all their young players are just getting better and um, super excited to see what the Americans can do on their home soil. Yeah. Well, enough of that crap show. World Cup. I'm just kidding. But, Ben, as the World Cup was happening in a weird time, it's never been in the December, November time area. Frame. area. Yep. It coincided with winter break and Ben how did your holiday or not oh yeah holiday break I was about to say Christmas but that wouldn't be considered of all cultures how was your holiday break my uh my holiday break was fantastic I uh went to the great state of Hawaii I had some sun I saw some family uh you know just relax for a couple weeks it was really incredible got to spend some time with friends um before I left and, you know, it was just a good way to settle down for 10, 14, 16 days. Yeah. And, um, you know, now we're back, uh, but I can't be more grateful for the amazing break that I had. How about you, Soren? I had a very relaxing, very chill break. It was the first year where I haven't really traveled outside of Virginia. So getting to sleep in every day, have... Nothing to look forward to during the day was pretty relaxing. I mean, I can just play video games. I can eat. I can go out and see my friends. I can do whatever I want, honestly. And that was pretty pretty good for me, honestly. I got a quick question for you. So today, um, during uh, the day, I just, you know, randomly started ranking my top holidays. Mm -hmm. I got to about... My top 11. Uh, I'll just share my top three right now, uh, and then I would like you to share yours. Okay. Uh, my top three are Thanksgiving, number one. Uh, really uh, enjoy the food. Uh, we had a draft on that a couple of weeks ago. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, 
the family all that time um you know usually you get to travel it's just a really good time and next was halloween for obvious reasons who doesn't like halloween yep uh and then lastly it was kind of a toss-up for what would actually go in third place but i ultimately landed on fourth of july um just because it's in the summer it's really you know nice nice out um at the lake at the beach wherever you are um you know just have have a break from your break kind of yeah um just spending some good time so soren let's hear your list your top three holidays so as a lot of people would say probably is i'm gonna put christmas at number one because it's family getting together giving receiving gifts do you like the giving food. or receiving more I like them both. I feel like in the past years, I haven't been really a big giver, Mm -hmm. but I've been doing it more recently. It's pretty very, it's very satisfying to see when someone gets something that they like or care about or you put effort into it. But receiving gifts is also fun too because you're getting stuff. Obviously, people like getting stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah, but definitely. What's your number two spot? Number two. I am going to go with Thanksgiving because there's food, and food is great. Black Friday, and I like buying stuff, and I like eating stuff, and those are good stuff. two things. Number three, I would have to say um, it's either Halloween or Fourth of July, too, just because I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say Halloween because I like candy. good choice. I like that choice, and I can scare people, and it's fun giving candy out to kids because then you can ask whatever you want, and it's either gonna be a funny answer or not a funny answer. Yep, but yeah, that's top three. Ben, I'm gonna take it back since we were talking about Hawaii for you. I'm gonna take it back to an old segment. What was your favorite thing that you ate there? I thought you might be going there. Um. Uh. uh this is tough. I really like anything that my grandpa cooks, um, mm-hmm. and he made a uh, really nice roast on Christmas Eve. Um, obviously, chocolate and stuff. I like chocolate. Yep. Um, Do you have any fish? Uh, I did not personally have any fish. Whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. But I, th- um, I, I can't pick a favorite, but if you're ever on the big island of Hawaii, check out um Kohala Burger Taco they have you know I had low expectations going in yep um and, but then when I saw the place and I smelled it and then I eventually got my food it was really good I had some nice beef tacos oh it was my gosh delicious I want to um, go get a burger now it hit the spot um so yeah I I really enjoyed that and um you know just whatever my uncle made a really nice beef curry as you'll see there's kind of a, a, a lot theme of beef here. a lot of beef I, I like beef a lot do you like steak like steak any any type of beef you put yeah. really um i'll have it so soren what was your favorite thing that you ate i you kind of stayed close to home but yeah there had to have been something uh around the holidays restaurant or not that you really liked yep so i'm not sure if i said this in a previous episode but i like a good cooked ham have i said that interesting that probably came up in the thanksgiving 
uh, load. Yeah, and I didn't have a cooked ham, but what I did have is a very good ham. It was like sliced and butchered ham, and it wasn't just like your like one color, just straight pink ham. It was a lot of it was like there was marbled, marbled texture in there, marbled colors of different light and dark ham, and it was real good. I had ham and biscuits. You put the biscuit open. Wait, no, you put the ham in the biscuit and you eat it. Really good. Hmm. I don't know. I I went through a pack and a half of ham by myself. Uh, and it was the best ham I've ever had, so I'm going to get some more. I don't remember where we got it from, but I was destroying that ham. I will say also, uh, when we got back, my grandmother came down and she made some delicious biscuits that were like coated with the cheese and everything. It was awesome. Um, but, yeah. And Good food. And another place in Charlottesville that I highly recommend if you haven't is Ace Biscuit and Barbecue. Oh, yeah, for Very sure. Very good. I've I going there for a while. Took a break during pandemic, but remember when they were in that tiny little restaurant? Yeah. And now that's a chicken place called Birdhouse, which I highly recommend. I went there for the first time. Nice. It's like fancy chicken. It's not real fancy when you get it, but the place is really nice, and it only sits like probably 10 people in there. But... You can order a whole bird, a quarter bird, half bird, and then there's sides like mac and cheese, bread, um, potato gratin, cabbage, kale. Not kale, but like mm, greens. Not kale. Not kale. But it is real good. It's like a traditional, like if you think of a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, they have all the components of that, but you can have it year-round. And the bird is cooked perfectly. It's really tender. It's very well-seasoned, and it comes right off the bone. Highly recommend that place if you haven't. That's awesome. I'll have to check it out. Uh, you will. I got another topic of discussion for you, Soren, because okay. we're just going all over the place today, yeah. right? Um, skiing. What do you think of skiing? I used to be a real big, you know, my family and I went out maybe 10, 12 times a year uh, to the places around here in Shawsville, Massanut and Wintergreen. Yeah. And then I didn't go for a while, um, so... Just this past week weekend, really, I went skiing for the first time in five years, and I had a great time. But my problem, why why I don't go skiing normally, is because I don't like the cold. Yeah, I, I don't like snow and being cold like that. But it's really a good time. So, what are your thoughts? Are you a big skier? No, I have only gone snowboarding slash skiing once. I didn't ski. I snowboarded. When I was probably 12 or 13, I went with my brother's Boy Scout troop. They were good, but I think it was the experience that messed me up. I was not good. It was my first time ever going. I was crammed in a room with 12 other boys to sleep with Yeah. in bunk beds, and the place wasn't that nice. I mean, I felt like – I mean, it was it was very nice, but, like, it. I don't know. I just didn't feel – it just felt weird there being – there's a bunch of Boy Scouts and then just my dad and my brother. But I was stuck on the bunny hop the whole time because I was awful. Oh. And then I went down one green trail. And I went down. It took me probably 30 minutes. It took my dad and my brother like 45 minutes because mm. my brother was awful at it. Shout mm-hmm. out, Carlos. <laughs> and my dad was stuck there. So I thought I lost them on the hill. I thought they actually died. Oh, so geez. I was like rolling down the rest of the hill crying. Uh 
not knowing where my parents or where my dad and my brother were. So that was a pretty traumatic experience, and I just stayed in the arcade for the rest of the time in the restaurant. But, yeah, not a big skier, snowboarder. Maybe I'd be better at it now that I'm a bit older and have more balance. And uh, I don't know, but I'm mean, not, it, not it, big it, into that. It is really nice, like, when you get up to the top of the chairlift and then you get there and then you look out and you see the whole mountain range. It's super yeah. cool just, you know, being out there. But, um yeah, and the chairlift. I could never get up the chairlift without falling, so that was also a big thing. <laughs> I like the chairlift. Chairlift's a good part of skiing. Yeah. Um, but I think the verdict is still out on on if I um am an avid skier. Yeah. But just not in the cold, man. That's why I went to Hawaii. Why Why does skiing have to be in the cold? That's why it's I snow. That's why I like water skiing, man. For sure. Yeah. I think. We can wrap this up with a rating. Ben, what would you rate this winter break? This out winter break out of 10? Winter break out of 10. You went to Hawaii. You went skiing. You had good food with family and friends. And it was warm. Ben, what would you rate it? Oh, let's see. I'd give it a solid 9.3. 9. 9.3. 9. Where's that 0.7 going? I would be really, really high, but um, for... Some of my vacation, I was a little under the weather, and that was not a great experience. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, you know, had I not been under the weather and um, could really experience everything I wanted to without any setbacks, um, it would be maybe close to a 10. For sure. Um, yeah, I, ha- I had some great, great food, uh, made some good memories with family and friends obviously we was on the beach got sunburned uh all good stuff um soren how about you what was your break out of 10 so ben you've had a you had a a really good breakout sounds i mean hawaii is just a really nice place obviously i've never been there but people always talk about it yeah it sounds like you've had a good break from someone else's perspective and from my perspective they might not feel the same i mean i'm the type of person to sleep a lot and relax play a lot of video games maybe not maybe not many people like that but for me my break was a 9.6 because i had food at the ready at all times i could do whatever i wanted i could go out with friends i can eat i can sleep i can play video games and yeah family was coming to me for once we didn't have to go nine hours five hours nice which was also nice so you had a full house not a full house at all times i just had my grandparents come up but It was very relaxing, so I'd give it a 9.6. Where'd that point four go? Point four went into the fact that, I don't know, the food, I, I no, the food was good. That, I don't know, there's always an aspect of traveling. You have more stuff to do. I was at home, so I knew everything about, I knew everything that was going on here. But the there's that factor that if you go to, say, the Outer Banks where my grandparents live, you can do more stuff there than you can do here that you've not, never done. You know, like you can go to the beach mm-hmm. there, but you can't go to the beach here as much. So nine point, so that point four is going to activities that I could have been doing if I was to do a traditional winter break holiday that I've always been doing. Nice, nice. Yeah. Should we get into the highlights? Let's kick it to the highlights. Perfect. Welcome into the first highlights of season two of Paper, 
thoughts, Soren, on a scale of 10 to 2. Okay. 10 to 2. You heard me right. Yep, 10 to 2. How excited are you for the first highlights of season 2? Big old 2. Is right. <laughs> Big two old is, 2. 2 is the highest? Sure. Okay, 2 at the highest. 2, I'm excited for what's to come, we've got a lot of big sporting events coming up. We've got some good interviews coming up. So, so stay much fun those. planned for season two of Paper Thin season Thoughts. Season two. I haven't seen you guys since last year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> knew it was coming. Yep. Okay. Right. Ben, do you have a tweet of the week for us today? I do want to pull up a tweet of the week. Uh, this is from the Cultural Tutor uh, on uh, New Year's Day. Okay. They put out a tweet, a series of tweets, a thread, as it's called, yep. uh, putting the year 2023 into perspectives. Uh, and I just want to share a little bit of uh, what that would be like. Okay. Uh, so let's see here. In uh, in 15,000 years, this is fact number three on the timeline. Okay. Uh, in 15,000 years... The the oscillation of Earth's poles will cause the climate of the Sahara Desert to become tropical. Wow. Similar as it was in the past. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting, right? That is interesting. Fact number five. In 50,000 years, Uh Niagara Falls will have eroded all the way back into Lake Erie, meaning that it will no longer exist. Wow. Yeah. That's actually crazy. That is if we live till then. Well, I'm pretty sure that with all the stuff that we're doing, hopefully it all we all go green. But with all the oil and all that stuff, I mean, it's, what is it, 60 degrees in December? Yeah. Last year on this day, it was snowing here. Well, let's How see. How hot do you think it'll be in the, in, the, in the summer this year? I don't know. Let's see. Fact number 10. Are you ready? Yeah. 90 million years from now, the rings of Saturn will have disintegrated. I'm not a big Saturn enthusiast, so I don't know what that means, but... You know, Saturn has those rings. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Like, what is it, just debris in them? Uh, yeah, basically. Debris? Okay. Uh, no, fact number 17. In 2.8 billion years, all remaining life on Earth will become extinct. That is if we don't create something that makes us live forever. Uh-huh. It's always a... Possibility. It's always a possibility. Okay, and are you ready? Fact number 23 to round out the entire timeline. I will read it word for word from the cultural tutor. At a point in time too incalculably distant to be written in numbers. (laughs) Incalculably. Incalculably. The universe will reach its final energy state and then another big bang may occur. Then this cycle begins again, but, you know, like it said at the end here, these are at least just some speculative scientific predictions about the future. Pretty fascinating, though. Very fascinating. Pretty cool. I don't even know what to say about that. Other than uh, I'm not living for that long, so yeah, don't have to worry about it too much. Just I mean, like my I part s- in, the, in the world right now. Keep it healthy. Keep it clean. Hopefully some of that stuff will not happen. I saw a fact the other day saying that Cleopatra, um, you know, was alive closer to now than to when the pyramids were built in Egypt. 
just to put life into perspective. That's weird. I'm going to try to find it just just for you right now. Okay. Uh but you know, it it's pretty pretty incredible. Um anyways, I'm really excited to get to this uh guess who said the quote. Soren, you want to introduce it? Sure. As this is the first uh guess who said it in season 2, we will see if Ben can Make a new streak, or I don't remember if you lost last time or won. Season two, new season, new streak. All right, Ben, let's start the season strong. You have to guess who said it. This quote is either Taylor Swift or Beyonce. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here's the quote. All right. This is a new year, a new beginning, and things will change. Who said this? Hmm. Let's see here. New year, new beginning, new change. Beyonce or Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift has a song called New Year's Day, but I don't think that those lyrics fit in it. So I think I'm going to say Beyonce. Uh, just pure uh, process of elimination by eliminating Taylor Swift and everything yep. I know about Taylor Swift. Well, if you do eliminate Taylor Swift, then that means that there's only one choice. There's only one choice, and that choice is Beyonce. So I am picking Beyonce, hoping to start season two off on a strong note. Ben, Soren, did I do it? Ben, I'm going to give you the first option to switch. No do you want to start on a strong note, or do you want to be wrong? Starting on a strong note. You're going Beyonce 100%? Yep. Ben, that is really wrong. It's Taylor Swift. Oh, man. You're starting the year on a bad note. That means the whole year will be bad. Sorry, guys. Ben just ruined it for everyone. Do you know the context of that uh, tweet? Nope. Do you know anything about that nope. quote? Uh, what are your thoughts on that quote? Uh, my thoughts on that quote is, I mean, it is a new year. It is a new beginning. Will things change? Maybe. Probably. Is it for the good? Is it for the bad? We don't know. It's very open-ended quote. So there's not much to think about it. Things will eventually change. And things will change either, like I said, for the good or the bad. So we'll just have to see if she proves true, I guess. Yep. And, yeah. All right. I think that leads us really well back to a reoccurring fan favorite segment, Soren's Snazzy Sweets. Oh, man. Soren, I heard that you saw the new Avatar movie in 3D. I How did. was that experience? It was pretty cool, honestly. I haven't seen a movie in 3D since I was maybe eight. So having that, I mean, I did have to take the glasses off halfway through because it was hurting my head. But I haven't, I still haven't seen the first Avatar, so I, I'm not, I wasn't big on the hype. But just watching that movie, man, there are some great graphics, great cinematics, everything. It was a very good story. Um, a lot of whales, though. A lot of whales. So Interesting. If you want to watch a movie on whale fighting, that is definitely the movie. Uh, some good twists in there to keep it interesting. Do you think it was worth three and a half hours of your time? Um, I wouldn't say three and a half. Maybe if it was three flat or two forty-five, I would have been. Did it more feel attentive. long at any point? Did it you did get feel bored? Really long. I ran out of my drink. Uh, popcorn was running low. Ate my pretzel. So, feeling pretty, pretty sleepy by the end of it. But those battle scenes, man, they brought they lasted a long time and they were exciting, a lot of action. So if you like action movie with some, some emotional touchiness, I guess, mm -hmm. um, that's the movie for you. And I mean, 
if I've been waiting 13 years to see another Avatar movie, I'd probably be pretty interested. But I didn't see the first one, so I wasn't waiting for anything. Overall, on a scale of 1 to 10, same skills you had before, yep. uh, what would you rate your overall experience with Avatar the... Uh, Hold on a second. It's Avatar what? What do you Way remember? of the Water, maybe? The Way of the Water. That sounds I don't right. know the exact name, but it's something with water. A lot it's of water. Avatar the Way of the Water. Yep. There we and go. it is three hours and twelve minutes. A very long time for a movie. Yeah. So Soren. Out of ten, zero through ten. Yep. Please rate your experience with Avatar. I'm gonna rate a good old seven point three. Interesting. And I'm leaving 3.7 points out because I I haven't seen the first one, so I didn't know the story. That's not the movie's fault. It's my fault. So don't take that out on me. I mean, don't take it out on the first movie, but that's my fault for not seeing the first one. Do you think that this is the type of movie that is a sequel or just another movie in a series? I feel like it's a good sequel. I mean, I did have to do a little bit of research, and I wouldn't, really wouldn't understand the characters at all before watching the first one. I did do some research. I watched a quick, like, 30-second video on backstory. And during the movie, it did give you a backstory on what just happened during the whole thing, which was very helpful. Mm -hmm. But those other couple points that are being left out is the length. It could have been shorter. There are definitely a lot of parts that could have been cut out. um, I don't know. The characters were pretty decent. Some were very annoying. Some were useless. But 7.3... It's my final score. Good stuff. Don't take it out on the movie. Take it out on me for lack of research and lack of... Would you recommend uh, the listeners go see it in the theaters now where they can, maybe in 3D like you did, or should everybody wait until it comes out on a platform and watch it at home? Personally, 3D is a hit or miss. You can either be really into it or really not. The parts that I did see it with the 3D glasses on were very exciting. It was popping out at you, but... I mean, it's it's your preference. If you're a big movie person, definitely. But if you're an at-home person, then that would be your move. I do recommend seeing it in theaters because it is a revolutionary thing. It's been in the making for 13 years, so seeing it raw in the theater would be pretty cool. Very impressive. But, I mean, that's your own opinion. All right. Well, thank you again for listening to another uh, edition of yep. Soren's Snazzy Sweets, one of our favorite segments. Again, if you have any movie you want us to review, please reach out to us. We will be happy to do so. But I think that gets us to our quick question of the week. Soren, my quick question of the week for you is, are you a New Year's resolution person? This is a two-part question as well. Answer the first part for me, no. will you? You're not? No. Why not? Because I procrastinate. Interesting. I'm big on procrastination. Fun fact, I actually wrote my essay for William & Mary on procrastinating. Very proud of that. I waited till the last day to submit it. How iconic. Ironic. Um, not iconic. Yeah. and uh, I'm not a big fan of resolutions, honestly. Why does it need to be the whole new year to start something that you've been wanting to do for a while? Exactly. Uh, you could have been doing that for as long as you want. Yeah. You don't have to wait till a certain day to start doing it. So if you make some goals, like, I mean, producer Dave said it perfectly. I don't know if resolutions is the right word, but goals are what you need to be set, not resolutions. It's uh, much easier to follow goals if you have a motive than 
if you say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I want to work out for most of the most of the year," you're not gonna be as tied to doing that. If you say, like, for example, if you said, "I want to lose this much weight by doing this," that's a goal. You're gonna be more set on doing that than just being more healthy. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that, um, you know, goal setting is really important in anything you do, um, personal, professional, you name it. Uh, goal setting is uh, the only way that you're going to get anywhere. But I believe that if you want to do something, you don't need to procrastinate it. Yeah. Um, you can just do it right away. And I know that might seem hard. And a new year is a really good you know, jumping point, uh, you know, you start from one, one, one slash one, January 1st. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really convenient uh, right after the holiday season. I guess part of the holiday season uh, still. But, you know, I think that New Year's resolutions, if that's your thing, great. Um, it's a fantastic thing to do. And hopefully you are able to continue your, your goal throughout the year and not just the first couple weeks of January. Uh, but uh, I think overall, if you want to do something, there's no need to procrastinate it. And, you know, it can just get done. Um, but, yeah, Soren, uh, what's a goal that you have? It doesn't have to be New Year's, uh, but just in general, a goal for yourself. Goal for me is I'm going to – my goal is to make make a living while not working a 9-to-5 job. All right, I like that goal. I've been researching and doing a lot of, a lot of, I uh, yeah, I can just say I've been doing a lot of research and I'm starting to implement it. Um, doing some day trading or trading of stocks or investing, swing nice. trading, all of that sounds very interesting to me because I would like to create my own hours, and create a living that's not based on what people tell you to do. Like you're told to go to college and then get a good job after that but you can you can make money while doing all that stuff at college just have fun learn what you need to learn to better implement what you want to do later which i guess can be a job but mm-hmm. i kind of want to be my own boss in a sense and nothing's more fun than making money pretty quickly one you thing just gotta learn one thing that i've kept in the back of my mind and i will continue to do so throughout 2023 hopefully is that there are two people in your life that you want to make proud. Not your parents, not your grandparents, not your principal, no one like that. Uh, it's five-year-old you and it's 80-year-old you. Mm-hmm. And I strive every day to make those two people, uh, you know, proud, appreciative, all those adjectives. Fulfilled. Fulfilled, um, you know. And I think that, you know, everybody should consider that and think every day if what you're doing is going to help that motive uh, because I think that's uh, super helpful. So Exactly. Yeah. Make right decisions, guys. Think yourself later down the line. Think yourself think later well, down the line. Was I doing that right? What could I have done better and what will I do now? And Make if a you f- goal. And if you find yourself stuck in something that you don't want to be doing, think to yourself, would five-year-old me really want to be here right now? Is this what five-year-old me wants? Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my spiel. Yep. Appreciate you listening to it. And now let's hear what the kids in the hall have to say. For sure. Welcome back, guys. I'm here with Robo. 
And Rebel, are you a New Year's resolution person? And if so, what is your New Year's re resolution? Yes, I am a New Year's resolution person, and I want to make money. Same. Yes. How much money? How much money? Bro, a full, like a, a bag, bro. What's your strategy? Trading, um, crypto, a job, all those things, bro. Perfect. All right, guys, who are we here with today? Margo. All right, Margo, are you a New Year's resolution person? Not really, but like sometimes if I just need to fix something, I'll do it anyways. I'll just say that I'll do it next year. Uh, do you have a New Year's resolution for this year? Uh, I want to get my injury better, like healing. All right, what are your steps in doing that? Like do my physical therapy. All right, good talk, thanks. I'm here with... Lucy. And Lucy, do you have a New Year's resolution this year? Um, not really, but I guess, like, getting into shape <laughs> would be one. Nice. Yeah, that's all. Just for soccer. For soccer, yeah. For what? Soccer. Perfect, thank you. What's up, dude? Alright, everybody, I'm here back with a recurring guest. Who are you? Elton Morrison. Alright, Elton, are you a, a New Year's resolution guy? What do you think New Year's resolutions? What are mine? Uh, what do you think of them? Are you a, you like them? Of course, dude. I think everyone should have them. All right. What are your new, new Year's resolutions this year? Uh, self improvements. Just anything in general. In what ways? Um. Staying healthy. That's a good one. All yeah. right. How are you gonna achieve that? You know, uh, improving on my diet and uh, I don't know, just working out more. No ice cream. No ice cream. All right. Just a little bit. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Alfred. Thanks, man. This has been the Paper Thin Thoughts Podcast. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform, and we would really appreciate a rating. Remember to leave us a question that could potentially be answered in following episodes. As always, I'm Soren Povasils, accompanied by Ben Rikosh. Keep up the thin thoughts. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Welcome to Season 2. Paper Thin Thoughts is produced by the Shawsville High School Podcasting Network. Executive producers are Jen Horn and Dave Stipe. Senior producers are Ben Rikosh and Soren Povasils. This episode was edited and mixed by Ben Rikosh. Music is produced and created thanks to Jacob Lightborn, Miss Waters, and the rest of the CHS music production team. Thank you to Mr. Rashad Pitt and the rest of the CHS faculty and staff for the support. PTT out.